want to welcome you today to the Bethel Podcast. This is our very first podcast coming from Bethel Church in Sarnia. And uh, as many of you know, podcasting is very popular today. It's a great way to stay connected and to be informed and learn about different things. People love to listen to podcasts on their commute to work or maybe doing some work around the house and just have something playing. And I had it in my heart for a while here to do something by way of a podcast coming out of our church. And uh, the kind of the vision of the podcast would be to, from time to time, bring some extra teaching, maybe uh, some summaries from Sunday's message, or maybe some things that uh, I wouldn't be able to get to on a Sunday message, uh, but or maybe going a little deeper. And uh, so I hope to bring some uh, inspiring teaching lessons. But uh, greater than that, actually, is to connect uh, our church family with people in our church. My plan is to have uh, different people come on the podcast and share a little bit about their testimony, life story, how they came to Christ. So it's just a way to stay connected with um, the life and ministry of Bethel. We want to have some fun with this and just different things, um, whether in teaching lessons or in uh, encouragements, or a lot of it's going to be testimonies, hearing from different people, hearing their story, how they came to the Lord, and I hope it's going to be something that's going to be a great blessing. Now, today, for our very first Bethel podcast, we have... Pastor Trisha Gibb in the house. She is here. Hi, everyone. <laughs> All right, Trisha. So how long have we known each other? <laughs> Just joking. Uh, I've, you know, I've known you your whole life. My whole life. Wow. Only a few people can say that. Yeah. I remember when Trisha was born. And uh, I won't go into all that. But anyway, Trisha has been here for... 14 years. 14 years, yep. Wow, that is a record. Well, I think. A record here. I don't know. Maybe Some for record. a staff pastor, somewhere. yeah. Um, I don't know of any other church in Canada, now there probably is, that has a brother and a sister serving together as pastor and assistant pastor. I don't know of any. Maybe you do? I don't. It's very rare. Very rare. So one thing we learn in all that is that with God, all things are possible. That's very true. <laughs> so, Trisha, let's take the next uh, couple hours and talk about what it's like to work with me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. It really is. It's yeah. great. <laughs> no, we're really blessed to have Trisha here. And, uh, of course, people appreciate Trisha's ministry and her preaching ministry. Even today, I just had someone talking about how how great Trisha does and... Uh, We appreciate it. So anyway, one of the things with the podcast we want to do is just even from week to week, just uh, keep you informed some of the things that are going on. And we just came off of a family fun day just a couple days ago. And uh, we kind of lost track of how many family fun days we did. But we're pretty sure now that this past one was our 15th family fun day. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, it is believable, but amazing. (laughs) 15. We started in 2005, and I remember that. We sort of put out this, uh, got a few inflatables and some hot dogs, and I'm pretty sure our first attendance was 300 people. Right, and we were blown away by 300 people yeah, showing we were, up. We were pretty excited about day. that. Like, that was pretty exciting <laughs> Yeah, to have 300 people. And now the last few years, over 2,000 right. every year. This year... Yeah. And attendees was just under 2,400 with our volunteers, 130 plus volunteers. 
we're at uh, like close to 2,500 in total attendance with the volunteers. A little under 2,500, but amazing. And uh, I remember the first year with 300, we were kind of scrambling with organization. and Majorly. <laughs> we thought we were so organized and so prepared, and then 300 people showed up, and we were scrambling as staff, running all over the place. Right, trying to figure it out. Yeah. And over the years, we've learned a few things. Yeah, many things. Many things. <laughs> and every year, we get a bit better. Mm-hmm. Every year, we learn a few things. Mm-hmm. Even this year, we learned a couple things we've got to do different. Right. But uh, the one comment we get a lot, well, a few comments, is just how well it's put together yep. and how well organized it is. Right. And we're not saying this to put, pat ourselves on the back. The truth is that it came through our mistakes and learning yeah. and doing a few things well at the beginning, but then having to learn, right? And, right, right. Yeah. And that's a testament to all of our volunteers because we've had people serving as volunteers for 15 years, and right. there's many people who have served in the same area year after year, and they've really learned and perfected different stations of Family Fun Day, so now it runs so smoothly. Like, I'm sure there's there's definitely some people who've been part of every one of those Family Fun Days. Right, yeah, absolutely. And like you said, serving every area. And the other comment we get is... Like how well organized, but actually probably the comment more than even that is how great our volunteers are. Yeah, over and over again. We hear the event was a lot of fun and we hear your volunteers were so kind, they were so considerate, they were so helpful. Just everyone comments on how incredible our our team is that serves that day. So obviously, it's, I mean, it kind of goes without saying, but yeah, it's still good to say it. We couldn't do it without all our volunteers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's quite a thing to put on an event, and you have to organize 130 volunteers. I mean, that's quite something. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, our sponsors. Yeah. And what a blessing to have businesses in our community believe in what we're doing mm-hmm. and contribute financially or in other ways to make the day a great success. And right. uh, so we so much appreciate our uh, business volunteers that help us out. And, uh, you know, every once in a while we get somebody kind of like, well, why do you even do this? Or why, why are you doing... I mean, on Saturday, I did have a few people say, where's the donation box? Hmm. And my response was, come out tomorrow Sunday and there's a donation opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not really? taking any donations on family funding because we want to... And this is for free, right? And they're like, really? And like, why are you doing this? Or why, you know? And uh, how would you speak to that? Yeah, so we think there's a few reasons why we do this. Obviously... We think that this is a great thing for our community. Sarnia is, I think, a wonderful place to live. It is a real family community. Um, As a church, we value families. We value children. And um, there's a lot of things that take place. I think, as I've been here in Sarnia, over the years, there's been more and more things that have started for families. But most of those things, probably all those things, come with some sort of cost. And so we just thought, man, what a way to celebrate families, to show the importance of families, to do something that would be a benefit to our community, um, and to do something that everyone's able to come to because there is no cost. There's no one who says, well, we can't afford to go to that um, because we do it for free. So um, that's a real win for us that we can just serve our community in this capacity. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously I'm a big believer in it. And I just really see the value of just doing something good for the community. Like this is our community 
And it's so important in all the blessings we give to give back, you mm-hmm. know, and there's different ways of giving back. But as a church, you know, we're here for the community. We're not just here for ourselves. Right. We're here to, uh, and we do that in multiple ways throughout the year, but this is the big one, Family Fun Day. And, uh, you know, I think also the, um, the perception that people may have of church. Mm-hmm. You know, for those of us that are part of the church, like we're very comfortable coming to a church or whatever, but if someone has no context, maybe never been to a church mm-hmm. or, or maybe just one or two experiences, but, you know, they drive by our building and like, what is that building? Right. Like, what goes on in there? Right. And I'm, it actually blows me away sometimes that I even hear people like, is it okay if I come to your church? Right. Like, is it for members only? Yeah. Like we just totally think, I mean, I've thought at times like everybody knows you're welcome. But the truth is not everybody knows that. Not everybody clues into that. Right. They think, uh, you know, maybe it's for members only or maybe it's for, um, you know, or or what's kind of what really goes on. Of course, some people just drive by and never think of anything. But, you know, when you have an opportunity like an open house and you open your house up and you have people come over and they, you know, they see what they see your facilities, they see. Um, you know, what's what kind of what goes on the inside. They meet you as people, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's really like having people in your home, right? Yeah, for and sure. And they get to know you, get to get to meet your volu- the, the people of the church. Uh, you know, we put a little video about what our church is about or whatever. Like that's, I think that's pretty huge. And I think it, it um, you know, people can have different perceptions of the church and it can, we, we want to give a good perception of, yep. what, of what we're about, and what we're about as a church and as a community of faith and that people leave with a positive experience, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and to have a good reputation in our community is very important. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you hear things in the news of church or minister or something and something bad, some type of corruption. You know, it happens in business world. It happens in religion. And people can form perceptions or sometimes the church is only after your your money or whatever. Right. And here we're doing something that's totally free for the family. And it's because we want to. It's because we love our community. You know, we love to see people come and, and uh, join our church and all that. But we're just looking to bless. We're just looking to. Mm-hmm. And if people come away with a positive feeling about the day and we are gaining a good reputation in our community mm-hmm. because of that. Mm-hmm. That's a real win. For sure. And not just for Bethel, but I just think for the kingdom of God. Because when we put on an event like this and we're changing people's perceptions about church, it doesn't just make Bethel look good, but it makes Temple Baptist down the road look good and Blue Water Baptist down the road look good. Like we're helping people understand who the church is and that everyone's welcome at the church. And every year I find that... um, there's people who come that our own congregation knows and they'll say like, oh, that's my neighbor. I never thought I would see them here. Or my family member, I've invited them to a Sunday service and they won't come, but they showed up for Family Fun Day. Or I work with that person. And it really is incredible that there's people who have determined that they won't come to Sunday morning for whatever reason, because they think they won't fit, because they think the church is after their money, because they think they're past disqualifies them from coming to church and yet an event like this that's for families that's community-minded 
they'll show up. Right. And we just think, man, that's one step in the door. That's yeah. a seed planted for Absolutely. them understanding who God is and what the church is about. So that's a huge, it's a huge win. And I don't think we'll have a full understanding of the fruit of that until we're in the presence of Jesus and we begin right. to understand like all that this has done for people. Right. You know, just yesterday, actually, I had to, had to go to the dentist and um, just for routine uh, dental check. And, and uh, so I didn't even, anyway, when I walked in, there's three girls at the desk that work there. And right away, they all start, how was your day on Saturday? And, oh, I saw the video on social media. And I didn't even know they would even know about it or whatever. And, uh, you know, the, the event was already passed. And they were talking, oh, yeah, and I had a friend that went. And then the one girl says, I couldn't go because of something, but I really wanted to. And I hope I can go next year. And, it's amazing. You know, just little things like that. Yeah. So it's, it's so important. And the other thing I really like about the event is not just, I mean, it's to, to bless our community to do to, to do something good and um, you know and it just gives me joy to see kids having a great time like yeah, you know yeah. and actually it sounds weird but it almost gives me joy I saw a few kids crying at the end because they didn't want to leave yeah. <laughs> so I'm happy because they're crying but <laughs> as you understand because they were having a good time right yeah. but then the other thing is just like serving together mm. you know like as a church community and as a growing community and size of church we are, Sometimes it's hard when you first come in to get to know people. I always tell people when they first come into a church, the best way to get to know people and form friends is either through like a small group ministry like we're going to be doing here in October or in serving. Absolutely. Kids ministry, youth mm -hmm. ministry, greeters at the door. And I know it's one event, but Family Fun Day yeah. where all of a sudden we're together, we're serving, working together, helping each other. So true. It's one of my favorite parts. I love it. I just, yeah. I love the body of Christ. I love our church family. And, um, and to have a day like this where we're working alongside each other, where we're serving our community, I think it just does so much for us to help us understand that we are a family, right. that we're not just individuals who show up for a Sunday morning service, but we serve together. And, um, yeah, it's an amazing thing. I was commenting just recently that I noticed on Saturday as the event was kind of winding down, there were two guys in our church who I don't think had ever met each other before because they sit on different sides of the sanctuary. Um, but at the end of the event, after serving together, they're having just a good conversation, making a connection, building a relationship. And I thought, man, that's that's part of the purpose of this event, to bring us together, to serve alongside each other, to build relationships. And um, I just think it's so healthy. I also think as part of this, we had so many um, kids and teenagers helping this year. And man, what an incredible thing for kids who are like 12, 13 years old to learn that that age, right. that they have a part to play in the body of Christ, that they're valuable. And to have a 12-year-old serving along a 30-year-old or a 50-year-old, and they're doing it together, right. what a beautiful picture of the kingdom. So you know this week we had a mom that was saying her kids, like they decided as a family they're going to help serve at Family Fun Day. And their kids were complaining they didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And even the night before, they were really like, it was like, they're going to have to force their kids to help, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the mom told us this week that um, they came reluctantly, the kids, well, maybe forced even. But within a short time, 
they had met other kids their age from our church that were serving. Right, right. And they got right into it. And at the end of the day, they were like, this is the best day. Like, they had a great experience. And we're really happy and felt that sense of connection. Yeah, yeah. And serving helps build ownership, right? Because when you serve somewhere, there's this feeling of, this is my church. Like, I'm part of this. I matter. I'm valuable. So I love that the younger generation is learning really quickly that, they matter to us and they have something to do. Like they have a part to play. And Family Fun Day is just one small piece of that, but it's such mm-hmm. a important piece. So we started 15 years ago doing this with about 300 people. I think the next year we had about 300. Then we jumped to like 600. Mm-hmm. And then we jumped to, uh, we went a couple of years like about 600. Somewhere there we moved it from the summer to the fall and we did a right. jump to like 1,000. That was a big deal then, that day. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> actually, it's funny when you you kind of forget sometimes. And then it went like 1,200 a couple of years, and then 1,500. Then yeah. we hit 2,000, and now we're consistently, the last few years, over uh, like 2,000, 23, 2,500 people. Right. And, um, you know, I still see there's room for growth in all of it. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a great thing. You know, it's so important. The Bible talks about we're not saved by our good works, but we're called to do good works. And sometimes in the evangelical world, we don't put an emphasis maybe as much on on works because, and it's important, it's such an emphasis that we're not saved by our works, but we are called. Ephesians chapter uh, 2 says, uh, you know, we're not saved not by works lest anyone should boast. We're saved by grace through faith. But verse 10 says that God has prepared us for good works. And I think about the scripture in uh, Acts 10, 38, that Jesus, he went about, the Bible says Jesus went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So we often emphasize the healing ministry of Jesus, and we should. And certainly the gospel is all about healing people, bringing people in the wholeness. But it began with first Jesus just going about doing good, Mm -hmm. you know? So ultimately our mission is to bring healing and wholeness to people, and ultimately to bring them salvation through Christ. But part of it just begins by doing good. Right. And I was just reading today in Matthew chapter 5 in the Beatitudes, you know, where Jesus talks about you're the salt of the earth and, um, and you're a light on a hill. And then he says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So the teaching of Scripture is that we, with our good works, we... We don't do it for self-promotion in the sense of, um, you know, making ourselves um, like like drawing attention to ourselves in an unhealthy way. But this verse definitely says that, you know, people do need to see us doing good works, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and in that way, God is glorified. Yeah. Now, maybe some people aren't going out saying glorify God, but they're glorifying God's church mm-hmm. and, and saying good things about it. And, um, you know, people need to see um, God's people in action doing good things, right? Absolutely. And this is just one thing. We don't want to overstate what Family Fun Day is all about and make it it's all about that. But it certainly is one thing. And, you know, Family Fun Day certainly is one day in our calendar, but there's 364 other days on the calendar that we all need to be looking for ways that we can do good in our community and serving together and... You know, as a church, we help facilitate that. But then just as an individual in doing good for doing good for people and even those small acts of kindness, you know, it's kind of funny, <laughs> you know, a couple we've had a couple of times now where 
we ask a kid, so what's your favorite part of Family Fun Day? You know, we have all these inflatables and we have uh, the carnival games with ponies and horses and a couple kids have said, I like the bus ride <laughs> to the event. <laughs> We're like, oh man, we put, you know. And, uh, but sometimes it's, it's what we think is maybe insignificant, you know, if, if there's a lesson in it, I don't know, but what maybe we think is just small or insignificant for some people is pretty special, mm-hmm. you know, for that kid, it's the bus ride, which mm-hmm. we don't even think that's just getting to the event who, you know, we appreciate those that help us, but, you know, but for them, that was a big thing. And, uh, you know, sometimes we think that, you know, it's got to be in some big way. But sometimes it's even what seems like smaller, what we might think is insignificant, an act of kindness or something, that that's actually a thing that speaks more to some people right, than all the, all the other things, right? Right, right. So anyway. Yeah, I would just say like, and parents know, like when you show kindness to your child, that means a lot to you. When you do something for someone's kid, like right. that is so meaningful. It's very true. So for an event like this that prioritizes families, but also children, like for parents, that's a huge deal, huge right. deal. Right. Very good. Well, thanks, Trish. You know what? We're going to do some podcasts coming up. We're going to have different people that we're going to interview some healing, healing testimonies and salvation testimonies. It's going to be a great way to get to know people. And we're going to have Trisha on here again a little bit to talk about her uh, uh, experience coming out of darkness into his marvelous light. <laughs> okay. I'll have to go work on that. <laughs> and uh, anyway, no, have some fun. But maybe we can, uh, you know, we need to do one, Trish, where we just talk about the funny things we've experienced in church life. Oh goodness! That'll be uh, that'll be a couple hour podcast yeah, no of just crazy things that we've seen in church over the years and uh, and whatever. But uh, anyway, uh, as we as we keep doing this and as it grows, I hope it'll be a blessing to you. This is a bit of an experiment for us, and we'll just see how these podcasts do. And if it's something that becomes a blessing and a real connection point, then uh, we want to continue doing it. But anyway, have a wonderful week. Remember that uh, what you do for others, uh, God sees and God will repay and it's a blessing and even small acts of kindness can yield a big result. So God bless you, everybody.